0: You're listening to the real football show on ESPN KLMS. Susie
1: coming down the right hand side.
0: Cutting to the end
2: line, Susie. Flipping it across and it's carried away. Bicycle
1: man, it's Betty Fellhopper. Spuddy putting Sporting Kansas City back in front. Ike's not the only one that can ride a bike for Sporting Kansas City.
2: Oh, man, I can't believe it. It's already the weekend and I I can't wait. I can't wait for our live show Saturday. It is the real football show. Animal, Perk and Perk. Whoa,
0: special guest. Another guy getting his first cap this week and it's kind of a big deal. It's a big deal. We got with us Ben Turner. So the director of marketing. I like and, Director and, of Fun.
3: Manager Manager of Marketing, Community Relations, Director of Fun. Okay, manager and, of
0: Mischief. And, and, and with, with the Union Omaha. Which yes. We talked a lot, a lot last week about Union Omaha. We'll get a lot more into it this week. So thanks for coming down. We're super excited about the team, as I'm sure you are, too. Oh, and,
2: I, uh, and Weller's here. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah just
0: the awesome rant. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, well, well, Weller's been around a lot, and uh, he's done, you know, he was on TV for the Nebraska State Soccer Champions the past couple of years and done our show many times. And welcome back to the show, Weller.
2: Always good to be here with you We're being guys. outdone by our guests now. This is bad. You need to start reeling this back in. No,
0: no this is good if we're uh, outshined by our guests. <laughs> so it's it's
2: very cool to uh, welcome Ben to the show. You know, we uh, we eventually will get, I I feel like, a lot of the higher-ups and. uh and Union Omaha on the show, but, you know, Ben, with this team literally kicking off this year, and you get the schedule, and you get your, you know, some away games, but you get that first home game that we're pumped up for and uh, looking to take a crew up for.
0: Yeah, so that's what,
3: Saturday, April 25th? Saturday, April 25th, 7 p.m. kickoff, that, Orlando that, City B.
0: that get announced then just recently, the time? The times or, are out there. Okay.
3: <laughs> we are working on our announcement of our times, but awesome. all of our home games... Or at 7 p.m. I I don't know if that's breaking news here. Maybe that's just an open secret. Maybe this is the first time it's been said I, publicly. I think that is
0: <laughs> kind of breaking news for us. Uh, things could take longer to get to Lincoln, Ben. So Yeah, no, 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 no. It's uh it's
2: okay. It's not uh, yeah. It's not too bad. Yeah. So, so I guess uh Union Omaha will host the winner of the Des Moines Menace Med City FC in the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup, but we were talking about U.S. Open Cup and how it's know, like it's FA a, Cup. On my list of things to talk about was the Open
3: it's,
0: Cup, and this is so, and this is before the home opener. Absolutely. So
3: we it's found a different out field too, yeah, different field, yeah. We found out yesterday afternoon uh, who oh. we were playing in the Open Cup. So um, we got about a ten minute heads up, but we will play the winner of Des Moines Menace uh, or in Med City FC, who are playing. A few weeks before, but we'll play the winner at Coniglia Field.
0: It's a great field. Oh, Yeah, it beautiful
3: is. Beautiful know, campus. Less than a mile from my house, so I'm happy about that. <laughs> um, and it should be awesome. I'm so excited. I've never been to a U.S. Open Cup match for, I don't know, 100 domestic soccer games. I've never been to a U.S. Open Cup. <laughs> As match, so. we've gone
2: over before, the U.S. Open Cup, the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup, it is literally uh, taken after after the FA Cup, where yeah. David versus Goliath matchups can occur.
0: It's been around for uh, over a hundred years. Yeah, I think this is a hundred and third, or
2: about hundred and fifth, somewhere in that. Yeah,
0: early it's early hundreds. And uh, consecutively. Yeah. I think they haven't missed it a year. So I've actually been because I've, I've been I went to the Sporting KC final when they won it three years ago. Was that down and, in Kansas City? Yeah, and it was and it was you know, on a weekday. It was just it was a great time. It was, it was so much fun, and they they spray painted the year under the, their little. Thing on the wall there in the corner, of U.S. Open, so yes, 2017. I remember putting. 17 there you in go. There. See, beautiful and, and kind of timely that it's it's the, the Lamar Hunt Trophy. Yeah, with the Chiefs just winning the Lamar Hunt Football Trophy. Yeah, one well, you know, the,
3: at one point I think Lamar Hunt owned six soccer teams. Did he? Really? MLS. He was one of the early MLS. Yeah,
0: he's a big, big
1: catalyst for getting the league going and keeping it going. So yeah Wow that's that's awesome. The early years when it was not the, so glamorous. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so if we if, if we, and I say we as in Union Omaha win then, you know, there's the chance, the advancement and possibly playing a, a sporting KC down the road. Something like it could it, it could happen. You know, these things can all happen.
0: Not not only down the road, maybe the next game.
3: Yeah. So my. Uh, OK, this is let me just qualify this as much as possible. <laughs> I have no advanced information. Right? It's we all found written out, in pencil. Oh, I'm ooh. recording you. Right. It's all that radio equipment was just for the recording. But uh, <laughs> so if you read through the rule book, a couple of things will stand out. One. They always focus on geographic pairings basically until there's about 16 teams left.
0: Explains the the Des Moines uh, Rochester one. Exactly. Right.
3: And, you know, it makes sense given travel costs for some of these amateur teams, right? Like, it makes a lot of sense. Um, So, geographic proximity is important. And then the way they slot the entry teams. So, we're entering in the second round with Mm. all of the teams who are eligible from USL League One, USL Championship, and NISA. So yeah. that's just another third division league. So those will all enter in the second round. And then the bottom 11 teams from MLS.
0: Which Sporting KC is one of them. So, yes. <laughs> most, of,
3: most of the nearby teams are. Okay. Um, And so the bottom 11 teams will enter in the next round and they will all play a, a round two winner. So if we, you know, Omaha beats either the Menace or Med City FC, we would be in line to. Potentially face an MLS team, and if you look at that, the geographic scope, you know, Kansas City is the closest other program entering in the third round. Dude, it's Plus, got chills. That you know, is. it's got chills. It's, it, it's like it. You know, there's other possibilities, yeah, right? And, yeah. You know, you got uh, amateur programs from, you know, Connecticut. Sure. New, Newtown Pride is playing like <laughs> El Paso, right? You know, so there there's some wild cards in there, and it's possible we'd get sorted in a place that we're playing a random team. LA Galaxy, for instance, probably unlikely a of teams in, uh, you know, a lot of teams in the California area to pair off against each other. But, you know, I think, you know, Sporting it, KC it, would be a possibility. But it,
0: we got to get through Des you got to win the game first. Yeah, yeah. And, right. and, 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 and ben, you done. know, is that random draw who hosts? Yeah.
3: So, the you know, there's, uh, well, the way we were reading this yesterday afternoon trying to figure <laughs> out what, what's going on. <laughs> And uh, our so, so is a great is Station. That right. So, yeah, no, it's fabulous. <laughs> so they draw rules nice. of, they draw either 10 groups of four or nine groups of five. Like, there's some crazy <laughs> way they do it. But basically, you get coin flip for opponent and then coin flip for hosting. Okay. And so we know for sure we're hosting the winner of that game, and that's all right. we really know. There you go. Uh, 7 p.m., April it, it, 9th. It, it, Tickets will be on sale soon. That's awesome. awesome. That's awesome. Very cool.
0: Oh, I hope you win. Hope you win, and then obviously, I'm I'm really looking forward to the April 25th home opener.
3: Yes, you I uh, so. you guys should get a group to come down. I it's <laughs> uh, an I, excellent idea. Yes, <laughs> I think like,
0: we can do something. Well, are you on board for this? If we go down April 25th. I'm in. All right, good. There's three of us. Hey, great, great, great.
3: We'll uh, we can put you in touch with our group sales guy and you know make a package for you. Nice, if anything, nice. if
2: anything, we can even uh, you know by the time that this show airs and then we get to Saturday, we may have more information. If you come down to Captain Jack's.
0: Yeah, boy. which leads ah.
2: us to the U.S. Men's National Game. We got to talk about that here in a second.
0: Oh, for sure. Oh, that's gonna be so much fun. That li- doing a live show. Uh, yeah, this Saturday, one the two at Captain Jack's right downtown, twelfth and P. USA Men play at three o'clock, and so just come on down. It'll be a lot of fun. We'll have giveaways, prizes. Uh, AO supplying some food and beer, so you know, really, can't, no reason not to come down.
2: Game is taking place in L.A. starts yep. at two fifty five our time. And, again, the uh, Real Football Show will be taping, or not taping, but will be live from 1 to 2 p.m. So it'll be plenty of time to get get everybody whipped up into a frenzy. And, then uh, again, a lot of the players that you're going to see on the field tomorrow, it's not our A-gamers because they're still playing for their home teams, playing for their current club
0: teams, that is. Yeah. I I would kind of like to dig into that roster some more and see how many of these players probably played on a similar level, you know, USL.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I don't know how— where you guys are with the USL, but we're in the middle division of their teams, mm-hmm. yeah. and USL League Two. Most elite prospects come through USL League Two at some point. Most sort of players who take traditional development path for American players.
0: There is some stat that. I've seen a stat. I think more when the, with the PDL. You know, there was some stat. Maybe that's called something else now. PDL is now USL League Two. Oh, there. Well, okay, there you go. That. There, there, there it goes. Yeah, it's an a, a impressive percent number of MLS players that did that.
3: Yeah. So we, uh, we have four players who are joining the team straight out of college so far. Um, And uh, three of the four of them played USL league two last summer. And then Mm -hmm. the other one played uh, NPSL uh, for Duluth FC.
0: That, well, we'll get into, we'll get in the roster too. We'll get into all that, all that stuff. So we'll, we'll get a lot of things.
2: Speaking of rosters, Jesus Ferreira reportedly going to commit to the U.S. game. Yeah, so he will be one of the kids that we'll see on the field on Saturday. He is a 19 year old. He's the son of MLS MVP David Ferrera. Eight goals, six assists for FC Dallas in uh, two two thousand minutes played.
0: Well, we're, we're winning teams uh, over over Colombia. We're getting players over Holland. Tell you what. I guess January
2: camp is kind of made fun of because it, it, it's always it, capped with a friendly. I guess that's that's how they kind of look at January camp for U.S. men's
0: national team. It was uh, lovingly in the past used to lovingly? be called the, the, the Cupcake Cup. <laughs> uh, so, uh, they, they've since not called it that anymore, but, you know, it'd probably be more, more respectful to the people in the camp. But uh, <laughs> The
2: Cupcake Cup.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, but that's because it, it's not an international window. So, you know, you're not playing, you know, the Our A-listers ladies. are
2: not going to be on the field. But this yeah. uh, Jesus Ferreira, it looks like he's going to be on the field. Looks uh, they just got to get him cleared, and he will be playing on Saturday more than likely.
0: Oh, good. That'd well, be, be good to see. We'll so. get
2: into the, uh, you know, the the assault and battery that the women put on... <laughs> uh, their opponent earlier this week. And, of course, they've got a game as well on Friday. But, yeah, it is The Real Football Show. We're so glad you could join us. We have a couple more segments to go. Again, thanks to Ben Turner from Union Omaha for being here. Of course, Weller is here as well. And per- Man on your time at ESPNLincoln.com. And, of course, 6 p.m. ESPN 101, 5, 1480 a.m. You're listening to The Real Football Show on ESPN KLMS. It is The Real Football Show on ESPN, FM, 1015, 1480 AM, Animal Perk. Ben from Union, Omaha, and Weller in the house as well. We are pumped up for another weekend of, of, of football, a.k.a. soccer. And, uh, you know, uh, we have invited Ben down to our fun on Saturday with our Real Football Show Live at Captain Jack's. But he's actually filming video for the team, yeah,
0: uh, on Saturday, very cool. Yeah, I, I overheard Weller asking uh, during the break uh, when's training start, and I, and I didn't catch the answer. When's training? Yeah,
2: right? so we got
0: players
3: arriving Saturday, which is what we're gonna do a little film in to help announce our housing partner. Okay, and then uh, Sunday got a team meeting. Monday physicals. Tuesday's our first day of training.
2: Awesome, good deal. Turn your head and cough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, your hands are I- cold there, Doc.
3: Uh, I'm very curious what a you know an actual sports physical entails. So we'll um,
2: maybe I'll learn on Monday. Maybe they should put you through it. But yeah, maybe maybe I'll learn
3: more than I want to know on Monday. <laughs>
2: uh, okay, so we do have a big match. The men are uh, the men are playing. We we're going to talk about that. But the women, okay, so it's like business as usual. And you know what? I don't understand Carly Lloyd's uh, criticism of the whole not getting to play enough, and then fans coming back and saying why is she playing? I don't get it.
0: Help me understand this. I I, I don't really understand. I I know she kind of, after the World Cup, kind of complained about that she should be starting all this role, even though though she wasn't starting for much the whole time up to the World Cup either. And she kind of, and then she took it, but she scaled it back a little bit, blah, blah, blah. They're the best team in the world. It's she hard split to make sure. She
3: played every game in the World
0: Cup. Yeah, she still <laughs> played every game with sport.
1: I think it's those top level athletes just wanting that desi- the desire to be out there and be on the field. And so this is normal, everything. then. This is a normal complaint well, from one of these
2: athletes. Well, it's
0: probably similar to like <laughs> these you know, Brett Favre changing teams. Like, okay, I, I'm no longer going to be the, the, the starter here, but I'm not going cup. So maybe it's, in, and obviously if you're on, on a USA team, you can't exactly go and play for another country. Yeah, so you can't change teams.
3: Felt like the uh worst time of her life, which is what I believe she called it. Was a oh little excessive,
1: but uh... <laughs> okay, that
0: is pretty terrible. I didn't hear that. <laughs> That's awful.
1: Well, the she, women she be
0: careful. She's going to get on the like hope solo list of Played most hated players. Like...
1: it up for a little bit for the media, though.
0: Yeah. Did you see any of the game against Haiti? I, I wasn't able to. I saw. I, I saw, the, I saw the end of it. I,
2: I knew that it was going to start out like I don't know. I I always know that when I tune into the last ten minutes of this game. They always are going to pile on two goals, and sure enough, there was there was two goals there at the end of
0: that. Well, you know, so you know, I'm just seeing that they they went up in the first 75 seconds, so everybody's like, "Well, here we go; it's going to be 13 nothing." Christine right. Press, yeah. with, with that goal in the second minute, says, "But then it was one nothing half, so they didn't they didn't score again." So you know, Haiti that's that's a win in Haiti's book.
2: Williams <laughs> right. ran and Lloyd uh, then scoring in the in the second half.
0: Yeah, and uh, Rapino had two assists, and she only played 30 minutes. <laughs> you know, so but, it's like
2: she barely got warm.
0: So as so, so uh, for nothing. Uh Hades Hades never scored against the US. Never? Never.
2: Never ever. In their,
0: their se- it's seven games they played. It's in their defense, it's it's the best they played. It's their closest game they've had against the US.
2: Yeah, the, the announcers yeah. did mention that it was a surprisingly low 4 to nothing win by the, the United States.
0: The other ones have been 5-0, 5-0, 6 0 8-0, 0 8-0, 8-0. <laughs>
1: Romping so, their way to the
0: Olympics, yes, and so yeah, this is the qualifying any...
2: tournament, and the Olympics taking place in Japan. Japan that's so, right, Tok-
0: Tokyo. So, so uh, and Ben, you might want to take this back to Union Omaha for you. So they they outshot them twenty three to three, had seventy percent possession, and completed passes four hundred and thirty to two hundred and five. So I think that's probably a good policy you might want to <laughs> If
3: Jake can make that work, I'd be real happy.
0: Well, is that, is that what we had at Southwest probably? I think it's similar. Uh, we,
2: we, maybe, maybe some games. Maybe some games. <laughs> so the women uh, next have Panama for the Friday Night Affair and then against Costa Rica on
0: Monday. Costa Rica's actually ahead of us in the standings. For now. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> Panama 6-1 the so they have a goal gold differential on us by, by one.
2: Interesting. <laughs> and, of course, the men play against Costa Rica on Saturday afternoon. 2.55 is the kick, and we'll be at Captain Jack. So, uh, that going down in Los Angeles. <laughs> uh, over to, over to, you know what, let's hit some EPL real quick before we, uh, you know, and I could talk about oh, the Liverpool-West Ham game. Yeah. You know, that was a that was a fun one to watch. I watched the end of that. There was really no reason for that, but... You know, West Ham is uh, my team in EPL, and they are so close to it's, the drain right now. It's just like you can hear it. Animal. you it's can tough. hear the swirl. Uh, Born with Watford and Norwich at this point are going down at the top of the pops. It's Liverpool with seventy points. They uh, haven't lost since January of last year.
0: Unbelievable. That they're, stat they're, is
2: stuck in my head.
0: Yeah, and they. Uh, and I'm sure Weller hates talking about Liverpool being a man. You guy, but. I do. <laughs> <laughs> but they I mean, they, because of this West Ham game, they've now, this season, have beat every single EPL team. Wow. They, they beat all the other 19 really? teams already. Now, well,
1: I guess when you go a full calendar year without losing.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's just the season. That's, that's just the there. 19, the, you know, since the beginning of what, August till now, they beat every team already. So, I mean, so hey, so hats off to Shrewsbury. <laughs>
1: Shrewsbury.
0: Who actually drew them in FA Cup.
1: Have you seen all the controversy with that now that uh, no. Klopp refuses to go and be in the dugout for those games? I'm, so well, you're,
0: I'm not a fan of that. What do, you, what do you think? What are your thoughts on that, Weller?
1: I, I think it's him protesting. He's trying to get his point across to the FA that oh, okay. they shouldn't be doing replays. They should figure out a different way to go about determining who advances instead of finally having a winner. So he's Never. ultimately just. His protest, the only thing he can really do.
0: Never thought about it that way. That that's why Coach Weller's on the show, because he, he brings that extra <laughs> So so what happened if you guys don't know? So um FA Cup we talked about it, similar to the US Open Cup, as we Absolutely. know. Absolutely. Uh Shrewsbury, say it again, animal. Shrewsbury. <laughs> Shrewsbury. <laughs> they uh they actually drew against Liverpool. And so they no one no one advances and they do a replay. Love it. Which six of the games I think are replays coming in. So so what's great for Shrewsbury they actually now get to go to Anfield and play, which is like super cool. Very cool. But Weller's whole point is, and, and a lot of people talk about, there's just too many games. Mm-hmm. They're already playing 38 games in the season. They're playing this FA Cup. They're playing uh, the Caribou Cup. They're, if, they're, if you make Champions League of Europa, you're playing 50-plus games a year. 60-plus? Well, sure, yeah. So And, and we had a, Ed Mites on uh, last week, and he was saying, all these injuries you're seeing are wear and tear injuries. That you see with, you know, hamstrings with Harry Kane, all these guys. So, playing too many games. That's why you have to hope,
2: I'm assuming, your second 11 can play against Shrewsbury. Yeah. You know, and against Coventry, you and, know. And in
0: Liverpool's case, it's like the they, third, their U23s
1: 23s that were out there. They, well, they sent their U23s in the, to play somebody when they were off to the Club, Club World Everton. Cup.
0: Everton. Or no, Aston Villa. Aston Villa. Yeah. And Villa killed them.
1: Yeah, but it's you could you could argue both sides of it. It's an opportunity for those young guys to see what they can do against top level teams. Right. So you can bring guys through and maybe one or two stick eventually. Um, but you can also say, Okay, if I'm paying for my ticket, I want the best possible entertainment. Absolutely. Out there. So <laughs> the directors are probably a little bit of oh, you know, is this gonna hurt the gate? Is this gonna hurt our reputation with the fans and hmm. the sporting people? Look at it from the other section or the other side of things and say, "Hey, you know, I got 70 games that we got to play." So
0: yeah, yeah. I, I go I mean, This is showing my age, where you know, when Pete Rose ran over this the catcher and broke his collarbone in the All Star mm-hmm. He's he, yeah, he, Pete Rose, like, of course I'm going to go. I mean, these people paid money to see me play. I'm not going to stop and walk on. You know, like, and, and even though it's an exhibition. So that's to your point: is people are paying money to see these guys. You don't want to see four-string Liverpool out there on the field. So, Man U
2: fans, not uh, Weller, he is not included in this. Oh, attacking, yeah.
0: oh, <laughs> attacking,
2: and lighting off fireworks Edward. outside of Ed Woodward's home, uh, and they found out they found out where he lived and went to his home and lit off fireworks. And made a big ruckus because they're so unhappy about being in fifth place. <laughs> about <laughs> being in fifth place.
0: That's a good point. That's fifth
2: place. Cheshire Police investigating the attack on the House of Ed Woodward. Manchester United Executive Vice Chairman have confirmed that no one was harmed. Uh, 10.45 in the evening. Large. uh a large group targeting a property in the Nether Peover area. Uh, an incident of criminal oh, damage. So, yeah, they. Uh, that That's. That, that's what happened. An escalation between supporters and Woodward, who was married with two kids. He's got two kids. But they went to his house though and lit off fireworks and uh, made a bunch of racket and wanted to wanted, They find out where he lived.
0: That's awful. I and mean, their fifth place. The graffiti, as well, was sprayed well, on the front gate. Not 6th, 7th, or 8th would warrant uh, the people showing up. <laughs> right, <but>. right.
2: <laughs> So, of course, they're investigating. They say anybody they find out is part of it. If they find out that they're season ticket holders, they're banned for life. All Man, right. it, it's that it, you know they're gonna drop the hammer, they're not gonna put it. But I mean, like, come on, you went to a guy's house, he's the VC, you know, he's the vice chairman of the
0: club. That's taking a little personal.
1: <laughs> it's awful to see that because it really starts to make you wonder if people will start to question whether they want to be in jobs and in, in jobs like that and take on that pressure. Oh, yeah, and, you know, subject their family. It's really? one thing probably for him, but then you subject his family. To it, and that's a whole another ball game. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's they say okay. the defeats
2: at Arsenal and the and then the loss to Burnley at home. Yeah, the loss to Burnley at home. That was okay, bad. <laughs> increasing the pressure on United, who are 33 points behind the Premier League leaders Liverpool. Well, who is going to catch Liverpool at
0: this point? Seriously, well, I think it's now just the race for fourth. Who can <laughs> get that last? Cha-
1: who can get that last <laughs>
0: Champions League spot? For- it's basically it, what it is. It really is because so Man City's probably going to be second, right? Yeah. Um, I, I do think it's going to be actually Chelsea and Leicester is third and fourth, I think. Only because I don't know. Only because he's a Chelsea fan. <laughs> I, he said that. I, a I don't know fan if, too, if, it, just... if Man U and Wolves that can, can make up these four or five games they're behind.
1: Well, man, United can't beat any little team to save their life. They only seem to get up for the big games.
0: Was it the first time Burnley's won at Man U since 1962? Good Lord. Something like that. <laughs> so that's a... Uh, it is The
2: Real Football Show on ESPN-FM, 101-51480 AM, and of course, on demand at com. You're listening to The Real Football Show on ESPN-KLMS. It is The Real Football Show on ESPN-FM, 101-51480 AM. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening. You know the show is on demand at com. Ben Turner from Union, Omaha joins us. Weller is in the house. Perk, of course, animal. And yes, don't forget Captain Jacks on Saturday at one o'clock. We'll have a live show going on as we get ready and prepare and uh, you know to call it uh, not uh, to preview the U.S. Men's National Game. By then right. we should have the lineups.
0: Oh sure, yep, yep. Maybe right, uh, maybe right towards the end. So yeah. yeah, about that time we should have that.
2: And we've got you've got a whole row of guests, uh, people looking working
0: forward to the- a lot of them. Uh, you know, we'll have Alex Schuler on Corey Donahue, American outlaw Founder, will be on the show. Nicole Tiggs will be on. Who I'm looking really looking for? She went. She was on the show with us. Before she went to the Women's World Cup. Very cool. So I'm looking forward to hear her tell some stories of the Women's World Cup. So uh, just a a lot of guests will be coming on.
2: Uh, On the American side, MLS gets rolling uh, as we get into February. Crazy to think that there'll be a game in Kansas City, but it won't be. They'll actually travel away to Vancouver on the 29th of February. And then (laughs) Kansas City will have a home game on March 7th against Houston. What in the world?
1: They may be shoveling snow.
0: Sure. it's pop- Of course. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Well, we find out this weekend, Groundhog Day, right?
2: <laughs> That's right. That's right. Groundhog Day. <laughs> so, yeah, they're getting ready to kick off MLS here in less than a month.
0: You know, uh, we probably should mention, just because the whole world's been talking about it for the past several days, is Kobe Bryant. He was a big soccer fan. Uh, you know, he lived in Italy from age 6 to 13. And AC Milan was his favorite team. Yeah. And they did a really cool tribute to him before the game. Yeah, it was a pretty cool tribute. And uh, they, I, I guess, Kobe had, uh, always had a, a AC Milan scarf and shirt in his locker the whole time uh, with, with the Lakers. Oh, very cool. And they uh, they did this thing where uh, they they it was the the stadium went dark, and then you know they did this tribute for him. And then they uh, public the public announcer made it made a comment and and they played Who Wants to Live Forever by Queen. Oh. And uh, and both both teams wore black armbands. And then in the 24th minute, you know, his number, they all stood up and applauded too. So it was kind of a, a pretty cool thing. And, and Neymar also tributed yeah, to him. Yeah, Neymar with the yep. tribute. So it, it was the same day. So news certainly travels fast because Neymar scores a PK and then kind of runs over the camera and flashes a two and a four with his hands. And then that's kind of a little prayer symbol. Wow. It, it was really cool. It was really cool. I mean, not the event, obviously. But, right, right. Yeah, but, no, uh, we but, totally, but I had no idea
2: that he had that tie-in
0: with, uh, with with football, soccer. Yeah, and he, he loved, yeah, he loved soccer, loved AC Milan. That was his team.
2: Uh, ahead of the scheduled expiration of the current CBA with the MLS and the MLSPA, evidently the uh, agreement will be extended through February 7th, so.
0: Okay. And it was like going on like now. There are some talks, but maybe it's already done.
2: Uh, so they're extending, and I'm assuming that they're going to get that all tidied up and
0: ready to roll. For... Well, speaking of, uh, Weller, you went to Baltimore. Yeah, I was in Baltimore. Did uh, Union Omaha have some people go to Baltimore for that? You know, we did
3: not. We had nobody at that coaches' convention, but we're, you know, You're... we're real close, and our coaching staff's been busy scouting and it's signing players. Crunch time and, for you guys. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, so what was some takeaways from Baltimore?
1: Uh, I think the most interesting thing for me, and I was telling some other people this, was I got a chance to sit in a session and listen in on the. Uh, proposed schedule that men's division one and yes, division soccer, one coaches are talking soccer, about yeah. so they're looking at having competition over two semesters as opposed to having the competitive season in the fall and then a spring season which is more of an exhibition season um, during the spring months so it would look more it'd be 23 games they would play uh, instead of 25 so they would drop a few games but it would allow them to play the season spaced out a little bit more. So something that's the the player health thing that we were talking about a little bit earlier, they were saying that they're averaging every four days they're playing a match. So if you think you play on a Thursday and a Sunday or a Thursday and a Saturday, that second game in the week just becomes kind of a hold on and see if we can get out of it without hurting anybody, and the quality isn't very
0: good. So, and, and, and then weather, too, comes into play. And weather so. comes into play. Mm-hmm. So
1: the, the model would be uh, you'd have your preseason, you'd have a couple uh, exhibition games in the fall season, and then you would have 12 competitive games, and you would typically play on a weekend. And there'd be a couple weeks where you played a midweek game just so they could get it in there. Uh, Then you would have a break basically from Thanksgiving to the start of the spring semester. You'd come back. You'd probably have some type of mini preseason to make sure you were fit. You'd have one exhibition game, and then you would continue with eight. Uh, competitive games, uh, postseason would be through the month of May, and then Love a that. one-off yeah. final would be the first weekend in June. So, I, I've been which, see, Ben's been
0: shaking his head over here, uh, like in like, positively. I've been
1: hearing here. about it for years. I think this has been in the works seven years. Yeah, it's been seven years. It's been in the works. They vote in April. The NCAA vote is in April, and it's being sponsored by the Big Ten, the Pac-12, and mm-hmm. the ACC, or the the main schools that are main conferences that are driving. I have it.
0: heard zero negative feedback about
1: this. The Ivies, the Ivies, are against it.
3: They but that's, uh, that's all. That's the only people I've heard against <laughs> it. Guys, they're they're you, you that are against it. But I think, you know, you talk about the player health. One of the things that really stuck with me when I first heard about it was if a player gets injured, there's a lot of pressure to rush back from injury.
1: Yep, sure. Oh, right okay. now.
3: So yep. they can play. Because it's a season, right? And if you've played, you maybe not can't get a medical red shirt, whatever the reasons mm-hmm. are. This allows a lot more time for those small injuries to heal up mm-hmm. for players. And then... uh you know, uh, one of the cool things that becomes possible is uh, Creighton becomes a pretty viable host for the College Cup. As it's taking place in June instead of December, and, <laughs> you know, we all live in Nebraska
1: in December, and uh, that's not that great, but June's beautiful. and You get more eyes on it. You could tie it in with the College World Series. It could be a lead into oh, that, nice. so you'd have some <laughs> of those things. You know, better weather, more eyes, more potential for eyes to be on it. Yeah. And I, another thing that they talked about, which was maybe, maybe an unintended consequence, is that the pro teams are looking at it as it's going to be better for the players because they say the players are wearing out on them in the second half of the season. Because yes. they're used to the load being all in a short period of time. And if you lengthen it out, like a, a pro season is going to be there, they fade towards the end of it because they're just, makes it, they're just the, not used think to Think
0: about it. basketball. You know, your college is only like 30 some games, and then you go to NBA and it's 80 games. Yeah. So uh, they, they kind of make it more like for like. Yeah. If you do that their
1: big selling points were the player health. And then also the the student-athlete experience. They'll be missing less class. They'll have more time to oh, yeah. to spend in the classroom because you're spreading out those trips, and they're typically going to be on weekends. Mm-hmm. So they're hoping all around. And then the they looked at it from a coaching perspective. Awesome. Uh, everybody's going to be able to take possibly a day off, depending on how you schedule your, your training sessions mm-hmm. or your, your season. So you can get away from it. So you can do those family things. You can you can have a life away from the field, even though it's going to be two competitive seasons. They're already putting in hours during the spring yeah. anyway. So
0: And well, you and I are season ticket holders to the Husker Soccer. So yeah. uh, I would much rather be going to a game in April and May instead of, like Ben yeah. said, in November
1: yeah. or So that was my big takeaway from the, the convention. I got to sit in some U.S. One. youth soccer sessions and learn about safe sport. Uh, getting the opportunity here in a couple of weeks to go to Nashville to the U.S. Soccer Annual General Meeting. And oh. at that, they're going to be voting on the vice president for U.S. Soccer. So there were, uh, there were a few meetings where some of the candidates were going around giving their st- stump speech about what, what they could bring to the organization and what they thought they could do. So interesting oh. to see that. That'll be the first time I'll have gone to that.
0: No, I'm looking I'll really look forward to hearing how that went. Any more halters available to be on the staff? I should
1: also uh, <laughs> mention, just with the Baltimore thing, uh, we, we in Nebraska had somebody that won the Recreational Coach of the Year for US Youth Soccer. Who's that? His name is Fred Nelson. He coaches at St. Wenceslas, okay. which is one of the Catholic Youth Soccer League clubs that's out of Omaha. So, oh, congrats uh, to him. little, little cool. nationwide notoriety for uh, <laughs> the state of Nebraska and, and Fred in that club. So, Sweet. Awesome honor for him.
2: We are down to the round of 16 in Champions League. It is not going to fire up for a couple more weeks, but, man, it is the who's who. Uh, okay, maybe there's, like, a Leon in there. But otherwise, man, it's Barca, it's Liverpool, Atletico, Dortmund, PSG. It's, it's the best of the best. We're down to the 16 in Champions League. And they'll get things rolling on the 18th of February and then continue on the 19th, then the 25th, and the 26th. Wow. I mean Liverpool can do this. They they literally could win this whole thing. Again,
0: they won it last year.
2: The, yeah, they did, but then they failed at at EPL, isn't that right? They they they, uh, they, they did make it there.
0: Uh, failed fail. I like they tripped and fell or anything. Right. They they got second by one point, two points.
2: I like the drop in. Yeah, yeah. Chelsea fan.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah. thanks, thanks.
2: So, there you go. I mean it's it's the who's who. I mean we we still have some time left before Champions League gets fired up, but the round 16, man. Leg one and leg two. Woo! That's exciting. Uh, On to the FA Cup, where, yes, as we've already talked about, kind of one of the cool things was Shrewsbury getting to play at Liverpool, which uh, is a huge deal for them. That's next week. Uh, Then over to, oh, I wanted to mention, Sporting KC. Since we had mentioned this earlier, their new uh, kits have leaked. Yes. Their new jerseys have leaked, and they are, obviously, as you would expect, very sharp. It's a lot like last year. It's got the two stars above the crest. It is an Adidas jersey, and it's kind of a, I don't know what you'd call that. It's kind of a, I don't want to say polka dot, say-
0: but it's like a, it's kind of a dotted uh, jersey. Polka dot sounds about right. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's a terrible That's, phrase for it. I'm sure there's a better, it,
0: it, cooler word It looks word for better that. than you're describing. <laughs> yeah, it
2: is pretty sharp. So that got leaked this week, the new Sporting KC 2020 jersey. Is uh, now
0: out in the news. What's well, going to be tough, though? What do I do when Sporting plays at Warner Park? What jersey do I wear?
3: Union, you know, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. thanks, man. <laughs> thanks, man. Uh, yeah.
2: It is the Real Football <laughs> Show. Local soccer on <laughs> ESPN <laughs> FM 101.5 and fourteen eighty AM. You're listening to the Real Football Show on ESPN KLMS on your time at ESPNLincoln dot com. We're also on. What is it? I don't, I don't. Apple Podcasts as well. iTunes is what they used to call
0: yeah, it, but yeah. I don't think like it's called Podcast, that anymore. Just search "Real Football Show" on Podcasts, and it's right there.
2: Twitter, Facebook, yes, we've got that going on. Not so much on our Twitter, but you know, it's there. We have a Weller. Big thanks to him for you know popping in and uh, doing the show with us as much as he could. He had to go to a meeting, but you know, ben, Benjamin Turner will now have to fill two seats and two microphones. <laughs> I as he that. is, uh, of course, from Union, Omaha, and they're getting ready for their uh, inaugural season and. You know he's uh, he's kind of shared some things off-mic of uh, you know is that a word? <laughs> yeah, how, sure. how uh, aggressive okay. <laughs> fans are for this new team
0: uh, in Omaha, so that's actually very cool. Yeah, and they got I was on their website today looking at some of the the, the, the gear they have available. Uh, how can people find out about this stuff? Just go to unionomaha.com or just unionomaha.com
3: Un- you can get tickets at tickets.unionomaha.com okay. season tickets, you can get merch at shop. Dot union
0: I was eyeballing Well, you're wearing a pretty cool hoodie right now. And I was eyeballing a few things on the shop. I'm going to buy something in this, probably this weekend.
3: We have. Uh, so Nike's our apparel provider. So we have probably 30, 40 Nike, different Nike things in the shop right now. And they all look pretty great.
0: And their shop is also located at Warner Park. We do. We have a shop so.
3: at Warner Park open 12 to 5 Monday through Friday and uh, online 24 hours a day at shop dot com.
0: there's some cool stuff and uh it, and if anybody wants to check out anything online there is uh the who gives a hoot podcast who
3: gives a hoot podcast so our independent supporters group the parliament which you guys had ray on ray, last yeah, week Ray
0: Shirley's awesome
3: uh, a couple of guys uh pierce patrick and luke have started a podcast they just uh picked up a kid liam to start writing a blog for him and they're nice. growing a media empire over there and uh, you know, as the first guest on their podcast, I'm obligated to talk about how great <laughs> it is at any possible chance. But uh, it's been fantastic, and I'd recommend uh, going back listening to archives and uh, checking out the content on there.
0: Uh, I think I they got Pierce. another
3: episode dropping next week.
0: I, I knew Pearson; he's living in Lincoln and he's working for Channel Eight. Yeah, and then I and, and I and I reached out to him earlier this week if so he wanted to be on the show, and he said he lives in Omaha. So he's said, uh, <laughs> yeah, no. So he's
3: been uh, he's been involved, and I'm not even. I don't even know if they all knew each other before it started, but they've oh. got great chemistry, and it's uh, a great listen for anyone oh, yeah. out there.
0: It is awesome.
2: On the other side of uh, the planet, we go over to La Liga. La Liga. It's gonna, it's coming down to a horse race, and guess who it's between?
3: Uh, Real Madrid? <laughs> uh,
2: Barcelona? Uh,
1: there it is! <laughs> this kid knows what he's talking
2: about, man! They're three points separated. Both have uh, played their 21 matches. Both have 13 wins. Uh, whereas the difference is is between draws and losses, Real has seven draws to one loss. Barca, Barca has four draws to four losses. Only one loss for Real Madrid. Wow. It's coming down to it. It's another horse race between these two, as you would expect. I, I kind of expected Atletico to be a little bit higher at this point, but they are uh, not.
0: Traditionally, they are.
2: Just They're usually right
0: in there. Real's got some injuries. Eden Hazard's hurt. Uh, I think Gareth Bale's hurt. So I got some injuries. So it looks like uh, there was a bit of a fight,
2: uh, and I say a fight, a bidding war more than likely, uh, between Barcelona and Man City for this Brazil wunderkind. This is this kid, Quoto. Uh, they have beaten Barca for the uh, signing of Brazilian teenager Jan Quoto uh, for 15 million pounds. Uh, Barca was interested in the 17-year-old. Jeez. Uh, but their offer of $10 million was not deemed acceptable. <laughs> Crazy! Over in Syria, where are they? Well, what do the standings look like? Uh, hey, who's that team on top? Who's that guy who plays for them? <laughs> Juventus, with 21 matches played, 16 wins, 3 draws, 2 losses, and it's a loss, win-win-win-win for them in their last five. Uh, with Inter Milan sitting in second place,
0: and in, in Inter just picked up a few guys in the transfer window. They got uh, Erickson from Spurs, so uh, which is a huge get. A lot of people would say Erickson was the Spurs' best player, even though you know they got, got Harry Kane and Son and some other people. But so uh, him going there and uh, Ashley Young from Man U also went to Inter, so they're they're looking their squad up. Giroud go there too. From Chelsea? Did he go? I think so. Uh, Mertens has
2: gone to Chelsea, by the way. Okay. So Mertens is now at Chelsea, and Robinson is going to AC Milan. So this transfer window, which is closing literally as we speak, you know, creaking to a close. It's real quick moves here and there, so you almost have, like, like a transfer tracking, you know, tag going on to keep track of people moving back and forth. Uh, Even, you know, Crystal Palace busy this week. It's uh, that time of year. Yeah. It is. Everybody's moving back and forth. So. Like I said,
0: it ends this weekend. That's day. it. So,
2: uh, Bundesliga! yeah, The Bundesliga! Uh, Red Bull, but they don't say Red Bull because they can't say Red they Bull. They can't say Red Bull. But uh, Leipzig <laughs> is in first place with we can 40 say points. Red Bull. <laughs> Bayern is in second with 39 points. And Mönchengladbach is in third place with 38 points. Our good old friends Dortmund sitting in fourth, though, not too far back at 36.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. We better get our pronunciations out of the way now because at our live show coming up Saturday, uh, our buddy Sven is going to be showing up. He's going
2: to make me feel (laughs) terrible about everything I say.
0: (laughs) Sven will correct us on how badly we pronounce Borussia Mönchengladbach. Oh, yeah.
2: I don't even try. It's too much for me. Amazing. So yeah, it's uh, it, it's uh, it's just one of those things I do my best at, but you know I'm not definitely I'm definitely here's that
0: it out at the room we're recording. You know, we're doing the show and have him shake his head yes and That's no. That's all he'll do doing. is shake his head no the entire time, <laughs> yes.
2: the entire time that we're out there. But you know as we looked forward to EPL the matches this weekend and it's uh, you know we got another good round going on again. It's not an international break, so we're not going to see our A listers on the field for the U.S. men's national team, but it doesn't matter because it's very important for us to look good in our first game out. Right, right. Yeah. Lester and Chelsea will start things off Saturday morning at 6.30 in the morning, local time. Um, you know, other highlights from Saturday morning. Uh, your, uh, your big highlighted game, again, Man United and the Wolves playing Saturday and with the whole, like, attacking of the board member. It's just you know going to his house and
0: flares and fireworks it's Just and that's a home game for man U, which by the way so it's 11 30 captain jack's doors will be opening at 11 30 so come on down early come to that the wolves man U game eleven we'll do our show then at one o'clock usa plays at three ben sorry you can't be there
3: i know <laughs> i know it sounds uh sounds like a pretty good time guys so we, we
0: it'll be our third live show and the first two have been a pretty good time
2: yeah, we've, we've, uh, we've, I think we've gotten lucky, actually, with how well it's gone. And I Knock on, oh, knock yeah, on wood I for that. You seem to know what you're doing. Uh, Burnley and Arsenal will start, start things off on Sunday at 8 a.m. And then the only other game on Sunday is the Spurs and Man City. Pretty big mm. game. Playing at 10.30.
0: Uh, I tell you, a game you didn't mention that's actually pretty huge is Brighton at West Ham.
2: I wasn't going to mention it because <laughs> what am I going to say, you know? I mean, both of those teams... Uh, Brighton, obviously, just a few spots ahead of us. In fact, if you look at the standings right now, there are, what, uh, 10 teams within seven points of each other in the bottom
0: 10. It's unbelievable. It's a tight, terrible race yeah, at the bottom. It's one you want to be part of. <laughs> no, and a lot of teams are part of it. It's the problem. Which, here's another problem with that is there's no, because this time of year, maybe a little bit later in the year, is you have your teams fighting for the bottom, your teams fighting for the top, and then four or five teams that are just safe. They're not going to make the top four. They're not going to be in the bottom. No one's like that right now. So there's no, like, gimme games or someone There's no game that someone doesn't care about. Eh?
3: It makes it more exciting,
0: though. <clears throat> oh, it makes it Unless, super exciting. you know,
3: you're a Hammers fan.
0: That's, that's I mean, gonna, Arsenal, me all my the, mouth,
2: Arsenal all the way down to Norwich, no one is safe from 10th to 20th. No, it's rare all. that you would actually say that, but from 10th to 20th, no one is safe.
0: And, and it wasn't that long ago. Southampton at 9, we were like, oh, they might be dropping. It's so you can, you can jump up with just a couple wins. Southampton's doing
2: just enough to not wind up in the bottom 10. Yeah, but. Usually we talk about the bottom three, it's the bottom 10.
0: That should be a giant beating, red line. Only
2: beating
3: teams at the top of the table and then losing to everybody else.
0: <laughs> Which, like, that's what Norwich is doing. Yeah. So it's, it's not a good system.
3: I mean, didn't Man City. I know Chelsea lost. I mean, I know Man City lost to Southampton. Haven't they beat. Haven't I mean, they had a couple yeah. other great results? The Blades he, are doing yeah.
0: great as well. That's another
2: team that came up this year that's just yeah. killing it right yeah. now. They're at number eight. They look great. Looking eight at number eight. <laughs> so, kids, we go on to the weekend. We will see you at Captain Jacks on Saturday, U.S. Men's National Game, our preview for that. Uh, again, we'll be there just probably afternoon setting up equipment and uh, with a live show from 1 till 2 p.m. Ben, thanks for making the trek down from uh,
0: oh, guys. Uh, Warner Park. And, Always uh,
2: love to come to Lincoln.
0: This is great. great. Uh, thanks, to uh, Coach Weller, for being on for three segments and some insight about his the Baltimore trip and uh, stuff that going on. And, and yeah, Ben, nice meeting you. Thanks for coming down, it's man. great it's... to
3: meet you guys. This is uh, fabulous. Hopefully uh, start up a great relationship between uh, the show and the club.
0: So. I think so.
2: I think that the the one thing that we can look forward to on Saturday is a good time, no matter what. And especially with, again, I say our JV, our junior varsity that's going to take the field on a Saturday. I I have high hopes for them. Again, this is Costa Rica. We're not playing... Coast- they're, they're not, not bad. bad. They're not bad. They're not good, but they're not bad. Right. And Costa Rica's probably going to bring, I'm assuming, most of their A
0: guys. Probably. Uh, I'm sure there's, like, their their keeper plays overseas, who's awesome, so he probably he won't be there, but uh, most of their team will probably be pretty decent. Be there for the live show.
2: Join the American Outlaws. And uh, you can find more, of course, on the Facebook event. Uh, just look it up. U-S-M-N-T-V-C-R-C. Really simple to find. Should be the first thing that pops up, and we'll be at Captain Jack's, of course. Awesome. Otherwise, it is The Real Football Show. Ben, thanks again. Weller, thank you. Wherever you are, Weller. <laughs> and, of course, it's Perk, and it's The Real Football Show on ESPN-FM, 101, 5 1480 AM, and on demand at ESPNLincoln.com.